Welcome to Focus and Flourish. This is a podcast to provide food photographers with the knowledge and understanding of essential business practices that will allow you to create thriving ventures. I'm very excited to be here today. I am your host, I'm Linda, and I'm here together with my co-host, Marta. Hello, I'm Marta. I'm a Poland-based food photographer and content creator. I'm very pleased and glad to be here today with you. Before we get started, I just wanted to say we do apologize for the sound quality of this podcast episode. We had a few different obstacles as we were recording this episode, but we do promise to improve and get better with the next episodes as they appear. So thank you for your patience and let's jump in. Welcome to today's episode. We are going to be talking all about overcoming limiting beliefs in your food photography business. I think this is going to be a great topic today. Limiting beliefs and mindset blocks are things that I think all of us face during the course of our business and our creative journey. And it's something that I think we're often a bit shy to talk about or to bring up. So I think it's really great that we are focusing an entire episode on this topic today. So I'm going to kick off with a question for you, Marta. I'm going to ask you, what do you feel has been one of your biggest creative blocks or challenges in the last couple of years that you've had to face? And how do you think that you overcame that? Such a good question to to start with. I think to me, one of my biggest blocks was imposter syndrome, which was linked to comparing myself to other photographers and other businesses. I always felt like I'm falling behind and that I could be doing better or that other people have gone further in a shorter period of time. And it wasn't until I stopped comparing myself to others and started comparing my work to my old work that liberated me and gave me the possibility to really realize that like in life, we're all different. That's why all of our businesses are different. And there is never going to be two people running two different businesses that are the same. We're all going to be going through different paths. And once you free yourself from that mindset block, That's when new opportunities start opening up and that's when you start new friendships and that's when you start being genuinely happy for other people for what they've accomplished and that's when naturally new opportunities open up for you. That was my experience and that was my limiting belief or a a creative and business block that I had to overcome. And how about you? I probably would say something really similar, actually. And it's even something that has bothered me, I guess, up until this year as well. And quite recently, this idea of imposter syndrome and not feeling like I, not that I don't belong here, but I kind of can't believe that this is my reality. And sometimes that stops me from being able to maybe charge what I should be charging for my work or going out there and approaching the people that I want to approach to make projects happen. And I think this comes for me personally, a little bit from how dramatically I've changed my life up until now. I used to um, work in a company, a nine to five like you. I've studied neuroscience, psychology up to master's level. And when I was young, being a photographer wasn't at all something that I thought I would be doing. I didn't think it was possible for someone like me. I was very geeky. (laughs) I was very sciencey. And having some kind of creative job and career just didn't occur to me. I just didn't think it was possible for me. And so sometimes I think I still find it really hard to believe that this is the life I've created for myself (laughs) and that I am a photographer and that I I work with clients to a high level. And I think that that's probably one of my biggest creative or mental blocks in my business that resurfaces from time to time and is something that I, I don't recognize it in the moment often. And when it's only when I sit down and reflect like, why am I feeling like this? Why am I struggling with, with this task at hand? it usually comes down to that. 
And so, yeah, I think it's something that many people do struggle with um, in different forms. That's how it looks for me. And even can, re- can surface during a shoot. I remember last October, I went to Sardinia and I did a collaboration, but it was with this beautiful four-star hotel in the mountains on the island. And I reached out to them because Caleb and I were going to be there anyway. And I wanted to add some images of this kind of hotel vibe, restaurant vibe to my portfolio. And so I just reached out to them and said that we were going to be there and are they interested in doing some kind of collaboration and they said that they loved my work they'd be really happy to invite us you know full board for a few days in exchange for photos and I remember being there and I've never been to a place like this before it needed a map of the of the hotel it was so big and had so many different parts to it our room was beautiful the food was incredible the people were so nice and I just I had a moment where I just thought I don't know if I can deliver what they're expecting, even though it was a collaboration, I was there doing it like for free, essentially for my own portfolio. And I wanted to be there, but I had this block for a good like half a day. And I just didn't know, not why I was there, but I couldn't believe that I was there and they wanted me there. In the end, I delivered the most amazing images. I had such a great testimonial. They said they were the best photos anyone's ever taken of the hotel. And so that reaffirmed to me that I deserve to be here and I know what I'm doing. But I just want to share that because I think a lot of people will go through those moments where they think, I don't belong here. I'm not good enough to be here. What am I doing here? And it's just about overcoming that in some way by by taking action, by going out there, facing the fear, doing it anyway, and actually realizing that, yes, I can do this and I know why I'm here. I can relate to this so well. And I think because to me in my head, oftentimes I used to think that things like creative photography photography in general is very creative and so how am I getting to do this it's usually for the core guys it's the core people who who do these things and I don't feel like I'm so cool and I don't feel like I, I get to be doing all these things for money and professionally because what am I in comparison to again in comparison to all these other people who are out there and I think it's such a good point that you've mentioned and it's also it's such a wonderful story as well and so empowering (laughs) and yes it very much comes down to just focusing on doing what you're there to do and just trusting that you're there for a reason because it's so easy to start questioning your skills and your knowledge and really in that moment what really helps me is thinking back to okay but there is a reason why I'm here and there is a reason why this client or this place or this person decided to work with me and they've seen what I can deliver there was a decision process behind it and so if they want me here then let me just do what I know how to do and let me just do it my way and then and then we'll see. And it usually leads to amazing results. And I remember having similar, it's not as big of a story as yours, but I remember having <laughs> this feeling, the same feeling when I got to work with this really nice restaurant slash coffee shop around where I'm from. And this was a place that I really love and I really admire. And they're, you know, so cool and so upbeat and hype and funky. And it's a very, very nice place. I really enjoy it. And they've been all over the news in Poland. And it's just when they decided to work with me and to go with me as their photographer, I felt like, for one, this cannot be happening. And two, am I really going to deliver? And I remember when I went in there to shoot, all of these people, they were, you know, they felt like they are so cool and so nice and like they are so creative and they really know what they're doing and they it just comes to them naturally. And I have to stand up to that expectation and I have to really deliver and I have to see that and I have to be able to show this 
to the world and how am I going to do this? And I felt intimidated by this experience. But what helped me was just letting go of that fear because I knew I don't have the time now. I have to just focus on doing what I came here to do. I just need to take pictures. I know how to take pictures. Let me just do this. (laughs) Yeah, it's all about kind of stepping back and looking at the situation and knowing that you know how to handle that situation. You know, rely on your on your knowledge, your expertise, and in a way, feel the fear and do it anyway. (laughs) I think that's also what a lot of these things come down to with the limiting beliefs. I think a lot of the limiting beliefs that we feel about ourselves actually are underpinned by fear. We are fearful of judgment, fearful of rejection, fearful of maybe doing things wrong. It's a really, really strong emotion that holds us back from doing so, so many things and being our best. And of course, it's easier said than done to say, feel the fear and do it anyway. I know there are moments that I should tell myself that and and I don't. (laughs) Um, But more and more over the last years, I've really recognized when it's fear that's holding me back. Whenever I push through those moments and just go and do it anyway, I'm always coming out of the other side, feeling really positive and really amazed with how the results have gone. Even with things, obviously, like this this story of this um, hotel and the images I created for them. But even with things like marketing myself on Instagram and what images I choose to post and when and how and how often. It's all fear of how our followers or how our audience is going to perceive us when actually that's a marketing tool for us and our business. And we should utilize it in the way that we see best fit to grow our business. And so this year also is a year that I've made big changes to how I present myself or how I position myself and the kind of content that I share on social media. It's not the first time that I have changed the way that I approach the way that I um, post or what I publish. A couple of years ago, I also was very focused on analyzing what other people were posting and what I thought that my audience would want to see. And again, once I let go of that and just thought, you know what, I'm going to post what I want to post when I want to post it with messaging that best suits the audience that I want to attract. I was really amazed at the response to that. My my following always grew. I always had really good engagement and people respond really, really well to how uh, and what I post. And if I hadn't have done that just because of the fear of judgment or fear of what other people think of me, I wouldn't move forwards. And so, like I say, I know it's easier said than done, but I've learned that more than once now. And so much of it is just about recognizing when it's fear and kind of thinking, what is the worst that can happen if I go ahead and do what I want to do? And realizing that it's never going to be the end of the world. Yes. <laughs> and just going and doing it anyway. And then I'm really pleased with the results. So so yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely worth just pushing through sometimes. And I think oftentimes as well, it comes down to when you realize that it's fear that's holding you back. And then also asking yourself, what is it that's making me feel that way? And do I need to perhaps educate myself in some way or shape or form? Because usually it's education that's then helping us to decrease the levels of fear that we're feeling or to lessen our anxiety. Because oftentimes as well, when we're shooting a project and we're feeling so anxious about it, That's because we feel like we're missing a skill. That's because we feel like we're missing knowledge on a certain topic or a certain subject. When we come to realize that, stop and appreciate that feeling and then understand and give ourselves some credit that we know these things. We know so many of these things and we have so many of these skills. That also changes a lot because wanting to learn and to improve is great and it's very important to be doing that and it changes so much for for you individually but for your business as well when when you do that but at the same time it's a bit of a trap because we can always be learning especially in today's world when there's so much knowledge everywhere 
we can always be learning and improving our skills. But it doesn't always mean that we have to be doing this. We can give ourselves the credit for what we've already done and we've already accomplished. And then if we analyze and, and almost break it down to small pieces and see where the fear is coming from and then address each of these little things that are piling up into this one massive chunk of stress, then it's going to also help to decrease the level of stress and anxiety that I'm feeling on a specific thing related to, to my work or to something that I have to do. So that's very important as well. And I think, like you said, with how much has changed when you started sharing what you feel is genuine to you, being genuine is also so valuable because when you start creating content and creating images that are genuine to you that's when you can stop comparing yourself to others as well because you're creating you and you're unique when you create something that's related to how you feel who is there to judge you you are allowed to feel the way you're feeling and so you're able to be sharing what you feel like sharing in that given moment that's also a very liberating thought as well i think there's a balance we have to find for ourselves in terms of you know leaning into when we are finding what we're good at and what represents us but also what we are lacking in our skills and being able to push ourselves through our comforts outside of our comfort zones I really really believe that we grow most when we are outside of our comfort zone it is a good way to practice being uncomfortable being fearful maybe of what's to come but when it's related to your skill set and you can almost do that kind of in a controlled setting because we can practice new skills in our home in our studios wherever it is that we practice and that's also where we better ourselves and we can get better but at the same time, there's no harm in having those moments where you, like you say, you reflect on how far you've come, you celebrate all the wins that you've had in your journey and remind yourself of how you got to where you are and to be proud of that journey as well. Yes. And so I think there's there's moments where we have to do both to celebrate the wins, celebrate the progress, look back at you know, when we first started to where we are now, but then go, okay, so what is it that I need to do now to level up? How can I push myself through this discomfort, through any fear that I'm feeling? Because that's what's going to make me better and as a creative and as a professional. Also, this aspect of, you know, feeling creative and being creative. And I think we often underappreciate how much creativity there is within us. Because when we get trapped in this train of thought of comparing our work to other people's work rather than just giving credit to our work, we often overlook how much we are able to create just out of our own soul and out of what we feel. And there's this brilliant book by Elizabeth Gilbert, Big Magic. It's on point and it's so brilliant and inspiring in so many ways and appreciating how much creativity there's within us and how much we can take all these opportunities. And so I think it's a great read that's definitely helped me to free myself from many of those limiting beliefs in terms of creativity and how much or how well I'm able to create. There's so much that we have within ourselves that we sometimes don't even appreciate and see. And I think what you said in terms of being able to stop and appreciate and see how much we've accomplished and seeing the bigger picture is really helpful in that regard as well, because it's really helping us to notice all these different things that we've already done for ourselves and how much strength there is within us if we are able to take this long journey and to come to this place. Also incredible to remember about that as well. And those are the moments I think we need to hold on to when we are going through maybe some lows in terms of, you know, maybe no business coming in or we're feeling like our pitches are, are not getting anywhere or it's just um, a quiet season. I think we all know that there are kind of peaks and troughs, ups and downs when it comes to business. 
And we can often end up taking that internally and feeling bad, feeling negative about ourselves and our skills when those kind of seasons come and go. And so I think this is a really good moment as well to to make the most of those um, lows and reflect because I think that's what's going to bring you back your confidence and, and your positivity and be able to push through. Um, I know that even this year I had, you know, a, a pretty low moment in the summer where my business was feeling really flat and I was finding it hard to find new clients despite my regular clients. And that's the moment, yeah, that I, I did exactly that. I reflected on my journey till now. I even looked at some of the first images I ever took of food and they, they weren't great, I will say, but it made me appreciate how much I've learned and I'm self-taught and I have built my business from the ground up and there is if I found clients in the past I can still find clients now and so it's like a pick-me-up like that you need sometimes to kick up the bum to to move forwards and now I'm in a position where what I would expect to be one of the quieter months of the year coming up in January I've already got two or three shoots booked in I've got some new coaching clients starting and it's a really busy start to the year which is amazing And it's because I was able to pick myself up from that low moment and create new opportunities for myself, despite having maybe some other limiting beliefs that come fighting in in those moments, the fear, the rejection, the comparison, the self-doubt, if you're good enough. But it's all something that lies within you to be able to overcome those things. And it's not easy, but we do have the power in ourselves. We have a huge power within ourselves to overcome all of these blocks and beliefs and turn them into positive things that help us move forwards. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I think it's very important to remember that there are always going to be those seasons. There are going to be moments that are quieter, that there are less clients, there are less projects coming in. And that's usually when we tend to get really feeling down because that's when when we start questioning our value but then our value should not be linked directly to the amount of projects that we have going our value is linked to so many other things and definitely not the amount of client projects that we have Mm -hmm. that's why it's really good to when there is a quieter season it's very good to have all these other projects that you have happening on the side that are going to help you feel like you're good enough that that will help you feel more positive that will help you feel that you're putting your skills to use and we've discussed this in so much more detail in our separate episode dedicated to pitching and how we deal with all these seasons and how we deal with finding clients in alternative ways and how we do this and rather than just rely on on the classical ways of pitching but I think it's really important to know that you can have independent projects that are happening because it's very liberating and that's when you can exercise your skills and that's when you can feel like you're really delivering good quality of work to yourself just to show yourself that you're able to because you are able to (laughs) definitely exactly and like you said I think it's a way that we have to um, take our beliefs and reframe them in a way that's going to help us move forwards yeah one quote that always stuck with me it's very short quote but it just said don't wait for opportunities create them and I think that's very apt for these kind of moments when we feel like there's nothing happening and we we don't know how to move our business forwards rather than just sitting around and waiting. What can we do to create an opportunity, whether that's adding to our portfolio, you know, adding a new skill to our skill set. It could be pitching to clients in a different way, doing a personal project that's exciting to us and reignites that creative fire inside us. Or even reaching out to other creatives and making friends, <laughs> doing projects with them as well. These are all things that we can do that you don't know how they're going to open doors for you in the future, creatively and professionally as well. And so mm-hmm. I think that's also something that we need to be able to do is to sit back and reframe how we're perceiving 
something that's happening to us in a way that's going to have a positive impact on us in the future. Yes. And it's so important to learn how to trust because sometimes it's difficult to see the value and to trust that there is a reasoning and rationale behind doing something that you can't really see the the final effect of. Because when you're starting a new project that you're doing just for yourself, you don't really know where it's going to go, how it's going to lead you. Or when you're starting a project with another creative, you don't know how it's going to end up. You don't know if it's going to be like you wanted or envisioned it to be. But it's important to just trust and just stick with the process and just find peace in the process as well. Because we get sometimes we get so fixated on the final result, on the outcome, on the number of successful pitches, on the number of contracts that we've signed, on the numbers in our bank accounts. Yes, they are all very important things and measurable ways of seeing how our, our businesses are going. But it's important to also trust in the things that are non-tangible because they are equally as important for us. And it's all these non-tangible things will be so heavily linked to our creativity, our energy levels and how we feel about what we do and how capable we are to find value in doing projects that are non-client projects in times when there is quieter season. And also that's sort of linked to our ability to reframing how we feel about our opportunities or the lack of opportunities. And sometimes even the setbacks that are happening, we often get very frustrated when a photo shoot doesn't go the way we were hoping to or where when our client that are that is our dream client comes back to us and says that they don't want to work with us. It's very easy to get very negative or feel very demotivated by that but I'm sure there always is a positive or not necessarily sometimes a positive but a valuable aspect to that experience as well and so it is important to exercise that ability of being able to reframe those setbacks and seeing what lessons can I draw from this experience how can I take something from this to myself so that I can have a new skill learn a new lesson and take this and come with this new skill or lesson into my future project, a future pitch, into new thing that's going to happen to me a few months down down the line or a few years down the line. It's a great business skill, but a great life skill as well as a general. I think it's very important to focus on that too. And I think there are things that can be really, really hard to do, actually. I, I think me as a person, personally, only in the last few years, actually since I've been with my partner, Caleb, have I really learned to reflect in this way and to see opportunities or see setbacks in a very different way. I used to see everything as obstacles and I would find them really hard to kind of see problems as problems and I'd find it hard to see how to overcome them. Whereas Caleb is very much like a problem solver and he sees everything really positively. And whenever I react to something, I tend to have the, the tendency, I guess, to react negatively or with stress or with like how do I overcome this but not from a good place and I think over the years I've learned to turn that down or to turn that down a little bit like I still have that initial reaction but before I actually physically react or say something I'm much better now at kind of taking a moment taking a breath and think what would Caleb do (laughs) what would he say or chat with him if he's there you know speak with him about it this is what's happened I can feel that stress inside me building up but I'm starting to get much better at, at responding differently Um, And so I think it's really important to maybe find ways that you can learn how to adjust how you respond to things, whether that's through reading books that make sense to you, through listening to podcasts that talk about these kinds of things, or surrounding yourself with other people who respond the way that you would like to and learning from them how to do that, what kind of questions to ask yourself in those moments and reflecting why you respond the way that you do. 
so that you can change it. They're not easy things to change or to work on in yourself, but like you say, they're really key life skills and business skills to learn and to adapt in your your own personality, I guess, and they'll help you overcome limiting beliefs as well. This resonates with me so much because I'm I'm just like <laughs> you in that sense. I'm very impatient, unfortunately, which is not helpful with when you run your own business. I usually, when there is a, a negative or difficult situation that comes along, I usually react, just like you said, I'm very quick in seeing that as a negative obstacle and that I have to move past very quickly. But rather than being more at ease with it, my instinct is to react very quickly. Sometimes it's not the best way to go forward. And my husband is brilliantly zen in those moments. And he usually takes a moment to think, okay, this is what happened. So how can we move past this? It's, let's, let's take a moment. It's fine. It's okay. We will find a solution. It's not as bad as it seems. And it's such an important life lesson to have. It resonates with me so much. And really, truly finding people or podcasts or books or resources that can help you explore this way of approaching business situations, photography situations, life situations with a more peaceful and more open mind. So important and it just makes your life so much easier, full stop. (laughs) Yes, I agree. This kind of leads me to another point, which is so directly linked with this and that we've already mentioned, that it's so important to surround yourself with people who live the way or who are the way that you want to live, uh, to be. And that's why it's so important to surround yourself with also other creatives and photographers who are going to share their journey with you and who are going to help you realize and who are going to help you notice that you're not alone and all of these things that are happening to you are also happening to them. And it's been a real game changer to me as well in seeing and and learning that all of our businesses are happening at their own paces. We are all at different phase of the same journey. It's just good to know and it's very comforting to know that. And I know for me, at the beginning, it was very difficult to find those photographers or those creatives that I could talk to. I felt really intimidated by the very idea of reaching out to people on Instagram directly. Thankfully, I have. And thankfully, we have been (laughs) using Instagram to reach out to people because that's how we're here. That's how we we both met on Instagram. And that's Mm -hmm. how our friendship has started. And so it's very important to overcome those fears as well, because sometimes you would be surprised how open and how positive people are just if you just reach out to them with respect and with the appreciation that you're entering their personal space and be positive be respectful and you'll be surprised how open people are yeah on social media it's it's a really interesting place because we're we're connected with so many people we have so many chances to to start conversations and to connect with people but we also find it yeah really intimidating for some reason and very scary to 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 actually take that action in a way it's a bit not contradictory, I can't think of the right word, but it's um it's a funny position to be in because we all know that as photographers who work at home a lot of the time in our studios shooting food, that it can be a very lonely place. We can feel very isolated and sometimes the weeks can feel very samey week in, week out um, if we're shooting at home a lot. But if we actually reach out to the people that are in our online community, we can actually connect with people who know exactly what we're going through. They are feeling the same thing. And it can be really reassuring to know that you're not alone, that you're not weird for feeling the feelings that you're having. Even just saying, hi, how are you? Or, you know, I love your work. Any kind of little message. It doesn't have to be an essay. It doesn't have to be that you're trying to write to somebody because you want to work with them. It's just making friends more often than not. 
people will love to receive those messages. I know that I do. I've had a few messages from different people over the years. And it's really nice when people, when you realize that somebody has resonated with something that you said, your personality, not necessarily just your work, but who you are. I think I've actually made recently in the last year since I've changed from a nine to five to a photographer, I've actually made more of my friends who are my friends now through Instagram than anywhere else because I'm connecting with people who are more similar to me now. Yeah, I really encourage people to to take that action, send a couple of messages to people who you really feel like if you met them in person, you would get on like a house on fire. And that's how I feel with you. And I'm very happy that that's <laughs> happened. And we've even gone so far as to meet up in person a yeah. few times. I've been to Poland, you've been to London and, and it's been so amazing to have that. And that wouldn't have happened if you hadn't reached out in the first place. And so it's it won't happen with everybody in that way, but it's it's really important to to take that action and just to give it a go because you just never know where it's going to go and it can really, really help you overcome challenges. We've had long chats over the last couple of years talking about our goals and, you know, keeping each other accountable. And it's been really amazing to have that connection and I'm very grateful for it. And I hope that other people can find the same. Yeah. Me too. Just like in real life, like you would approach any other person. Just be natural, be yourself. And sometimes you will have that connection with someone, sometimes you won't. It's just like in real life. You don't have to get on with everyone and it's normal and it's okay. And I kind of feel like, you know, with reaching out to other people via Instagram when you're a photographer, it's kind of like Instagram is our office, you know, that's how you can get to know people. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because like you said, we don't have a physical space where we go to. We have our studios where we work and then Instagram is sort of our space where we are and where where we hang out and where you can meet other people and and you can just use that opportunity to speak to someone and get to know them that way and so yeah and also I want to say there when you're sending a message to people I've also in the last months I guess been more inclined to send a voice note and I actually find that that's really really nice because you hear the other person speaking and I never used to use voice notes I only started because when I went to Argentina to meet Caleb's family everyone there uses voice notes and I found it really weird and uncomfortable in the beginning maybe because it was in Spanish and I didn't know how to respond <laughs> but now I use voice notes a lot more and yeah I've had some exchanges with people as well with voice notes and it just brings that connection to life I think you can tell a lot more about that person with how they sound how they speak and it can build that trust and that connection much much more quickly yeah yeah I definitely recommend you know sending if you want to send a dm of course go for it but I would also encourage people that if you are more of a, a voice note person don't be afraid to send that because mm -hmm. it can actually have a much more positive and warming impact and uh, than just a, a text message so yeah just in case people want to try that don't think it's weird <laughs> It took me some getting used to as well. I have uh, my Spanish friend who always, she always sends me voice messages and they, it's generally a thing. It took me a while to get used to it. It's a great way to practice Spanish, yes, but also yes, <laughs> easier to get a feel of what someone is trying to tell you because sometimes many things can get lost in between the lines when you're typing and when you're sending a voice message, it just sounds more genuine. Good. Yeah, I hope it's been helpful for people to listen to our experiences as well. Know that you're not alone in feeling these things. I think limiting beliefs are something that we will be facing throughout our entire journey, our entire career in different forms and at different intensities maybe. So yeah, I think it was just really nice to be able to, to share our own 
experiences with it to date and give people a bit of reassurance that it's completely normal. But at the same time, we think it's quite important to recognize when you're feeling these things and figure out ways that work for you to overcome them to be able to be the best version of you and to to be the best professional and creative that you can be. With that, thank you very much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. All of the information about who we are and any tools and resources that we mentioned in the podcast will be in the description box below. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and don't miss out on the next episode. We would love for you to be the first one to hear the next one when it comes. And we are very much looking forward to the next episode together. Yes. Thank you so much for your time. And we really enjoyed sharing our experiences with you. So thank you.